Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the AIS Training Hall. For tonight's WNBL Clash Round 6, we're up to now, between the hosting AIS women's team and the visiting Townsville Fire. Simon Peters here with you for sportradio.com.au. Alongside me is Michelle Hocking. Uh, I was going to say big game, but not, not so much a huge game tonight, Michelle, but uh, a good chance for um, the AIS to maybe get a leg up on a, on a team that had a pretty hard battle last night. Well, that's right. We've got uh, the Townsville Fire in town. Last night they played the Canberra Capitals, obviously, and it was a pretty physical, up-tempo game. So um, I will go and talk to Coach Buckle in a little while and see how the girls have peeled up from that. But it's a great opportunity for the AIS to come out against what's a pretty good group. Um, And, you know, size-wise, they're not huge, so the AIS won't have any problems there. AIS is still down on numbers. And, uh, you know, they're developing. They're coming along nicely, as you expect with an AIS group. They do um, get better and better with each game. Yeah, good opportunity as uh, Michelle's going to head over now to see if she can catch up with a couple of those coaches. But results so far this weekend, we just mentioned the game last night. The uh, Canberra Transact Capitals 89 defeated Townsville 69 in a real arm wrestle game. And it be interesting to see how Townsville backs up after that uh, physical encounter. It was, as we said, a real arm wrestle for the first three quarters, only one point in it. But... um, Michelle just now trying to track down Peter Buckle, but uh, I think he's in mid-conference, but we'll get him in just a moment. But uh, that looks like we might have her in just a second. But, yeah, as we said, a very physical encounter. Took a lot out of it. A lot of big stats went up last night too. We might talk about that in just a moment. Um, Peter, how did everyone pull up last night? It was a pretty physical and up-tempo game. Yeah, it was. You know, like it, was a, it was a hell of a game, really, wasn't it? You know, right, right probably to the last two minutes of the game. Um, but no, we pulled up all right. I think we, you know, we're pretty fit coming in, and we've worked pretty hard in our uh, pre-season. And you can't run unless you're fit. So we're um, we're pretty good shape. And the game plan for tonight again, up and in defence, and get the ball down the floor and transition. Yeah, look, I mean, it, it's got to be in, in this the size of us in this league. That's what we have to do. And you know, that's why we were competitive for just you know the, the, the game last night against a much bigger team, the Cats. Um, so we've got to get, still get better at that. We, you know, there's some um, fouls that went against us, so we, we've got to handle that and um, uh, work also on our um, finishing, you know, because our, um, uh, our sh- shooting percentage was pretty low last night, so we have to make sure that we're uh, completing plays. And last night, uh, Lewis with 18, I think um, Davis had 14, Flanagan 11, so good points out of those, and uh, Tanya Smith, 21 boards. What a monster she was. Yeah, look, I mean, it was great, wasn't it? Like, she really got on the O boards, which is fantastic. You know, we need to, she needs to um, convert a few more of those. You know, she's pulling up O boards and uh, a lot of times throwing it out or a little bit, um, you know, lack of confidence in finishing it. And part of that's the skill development. But, uh, you know, when she p- converts, you know, like 14 O boards to, to a lot more points, that's going to be great for us. And so AIS tonight, they're sort of down the bottom of the ladder, but you never know with the AIS, do you? They've got so much talent that you're not quite sure what you're going to see on any given night. Yeah, you can't look. And this right now, it's, it's, this league's really tough. You know, like you, you can't come out and be soft on anybody because you'll lose. It's, it doesn't matter whether it's the AIS or whether it's, whether it's um, you know, Balloon. You, if, if you're not playing, you know, with high energy and going after it, be it whatever style you play, but being really focused and getting your stuff done, then you know, the chance of losing is pretty high. Good luck for tonight, Pete. Thanks. Peter Buckle there, pretty upbeat after the, the a bit of a heartbreaking loss there last night. Michelle just trying to see if she can catch up with Phil Brown, and it's over to Michelle. 
Phil Brown here with me. Um, Phil, how are the girls feeling about tonight's clash? Well, another opportunity for us to get better, so we're excited, looking forward to playing the, the fire. Um, you know, it's, we've had a good week of practice again, so we've just got to be able to transfer some of that good uh, practice into, into, the, into the game. And the girls went out and watched last night's physical up-tempo game. Is part of the plan tonight to, you know, exploit some of those tired legs, perhaps? Well, I hope they're a bit tired, but, um, you know, they're in pretty good shape. But, uh, yeah, look, you know, we, we probably not, we can't play at that up-tempo like Canberra and Townsville. We just, we're just too young to be able to sustain it. I think we can from time to time and pick our moments when we can push the ball and, and up-tempo. And, obviously, we want to expend a lot of energy defensively up the floor. So, um, But, you know, we, we need to also take care of the basketball. It's going to be important for us, too. This week at training, uh, as I mentioned, Townsville played sort of up and in defence. Have you focused on, you know, how to counteract that pressure, not fight it, but to go with it? Yeah, look, we've got some pressure releases in place to handle that, that pressure they put on the exterior. So uh, hopefully we can get it done tonight. All right, they're calling the teams for the best. So good luck, Phil. Thanks. Phil Brown there from the AIS back uh, in the, the cauldron where he honed his art. It's a, uh, probably one of the toughest gigs in the country coaching the AIS team. You, you never get to really hang on to a team and, and develop franchise players or like you typically would, although Phil has just come back from a, a similar situation playing college or coaching college over in the States at University of Oregon. So he uh, certainly brings a lot of experience and a lot of skill to this team. But as you mentioned, um, oh, going crazy there, the home, home crowd just going nuts. Yeah, as he mentioned, probably hoping uh, beyond hope, maybe that there's a little bit of, little bit of aching in the legs for the Townsville team. That was a tough game last night, Michelle. It was a tough game, but uh, you know, as Pete Buckle said, you know, he banks on the fact that every game's going to be tough, and he's got to have a fit group that can uh, back up, uh, you know, on the road in the second game. So I would think he's no injuries. He didn't mention anyone with injuries, so they'll be at full strength with the team they're travelling with, but. Um, yeah, look, I think the AIS, it's a big ask. Um, Townsville are sitting at four and one on second spot in the ladder and uh, we'll just pause while we hear the National Anthem. Yeah, the uh, National Anthem of Australia there. Three minutes now left before the game will get underway. Yeah, we're just going back to talking about that Townsville performance last night, Michelle. Tanya Smith, amazing performance. I mean, 21 rebounds in a game is, is uh, impressive in itself, but to have 16 of those offensive rebounds... I know, 16 offensive boards, and as Peter Buckle mentioned, you know, the conversion rate of Tanya is something she needs to improve, because if she can pull in 16 offensive boards and convert at least 50% of that, you know, mm-hmm. there's, <laughs> there's uh, 16 points. So, um, yeah, so he was really pleased with her performance last night, and I think he was pretty pleased with the performance overall, and I don't think the 20 points split actually reflected what kind of game it was. It was really get a junk time at the end there, so yeah, anyway. Yeah, Coach Buckle sort of touched on it, uh, I think he said sort of last two or three minutes, and it, it really was, there, there was a, uh, I think it was one point at three quarter time, Caps got out to that sort of six, eight point, hovered around there for the first half of that of that last quarter, and there was really, uh, I think we were talking about it off, off mic earlier, that probably one moment in the game where it really turned it on its head was when Tanya Smith picked up that fourth foul, um, Bucks took it to the bench. And it, the momentum just jumped ahead for the Capitals from there. And uh, it really did blow out by sort of 10 points in the last minute and a half. 
Well, that's right, because it just gave um, Canberra so much room, in, more room in the paint as well as it created, um, you know, didn't have that presence on the boards for them. So that was a key factor. But, you know, just looking at this AIS group, um, you know, they don't have what I call great sides and they've got some good kids coming through, but um, they won't have problems, you know, matching up with the bigs of... Uh, Townsville, I wouldn't think, in terms of size anyway. Experience and what have you is a different matter. But, you know, they're not going to struggle that way. We've seen Roberts. I think she's been pretty impressive early on in her WNBL career. And I've, been, I've liked Taylor as well. I mean, they're all good kids, you know. They're the best talent in the country that come into this program. And as Phil Brown mentioned there, it's about, you know, decision-making under pressure, learning how to play at this pace, dealing with the physicality and just, just the maturing and evolving as players. Just having a quick look at the uh, the rest of the games that are on tonight. It's a, there's an absolute bevy of basketball happening right now across the country. We've got the game about to tip off here in 40 seconds, AS Townsville. We've got Perth versus Logan at, uh, in, Darwin. in Darwin tonight. That's right. We've got Dandenong versus Sydney. Is that the one in Tassie or is it the um, yes, Bully and Adelaide right. game in Tassie? Uh, I think it's the Dandenong game in Tassie. Yeah, Dandenong yeah. are in Tassie. So it's a bit of a regional spill this weekend for the WNBL and then Bully and Adelaide. So... There's, there's some potential for some fairly, uh, well, for a lot of jostling around on the ladder. Uh, the, you know, the, the Sydney-Dandenong game, if, if Sydney lose that game and if Adelaide lose another game, they'll get pretty close. So we'll, uh, we'll keep an eye on some scores during the call tonight. But uh, players coming out to start up for the Institute. We've got Harrington, Payne, Roberts, uh, Tess Madigan. And, and Madeline uh, Taylor. Madeline Taylor, that's right. And for Townsville, there is Smith, Dalgleish. Tanya Smith. Tanya Smith, sorry. Uh, Dalgleish, Amy Lewis, uh, Annika Davis, and, of course, Flanagan. Rachel Flanagan. Very quiet, a little bit uh, more quiet here than it was. No, some of the crowd may be caught night. up in the traffic coming into the motocross down the road. Yeah, no, we certainly were. Ooh, wild tip-off there, but it's eventually uh, picked up by the Institute. It's going to be... Nadine Payne with the ball. She flicks it through Madgen over on the right-hand side. Over to Taylor. Taylor back through to Payne. Payne tries to spot Roberts high up above the three-point line. She drives right. Kicks it out to Madgen. Three on the shot clock. Madgen drives. Nice little look. It's a bit of a flat shot. And Tanya Smith, another rebound. Very patient offensively, AIS, which is a good sign. Well, it's, it's almost started off identical last night. We saw you know, neither team... Caps or Townsville really giving an inch in defence and, and good shots just not coming or easy to get shots. <laughs> Lewis now down on the baseline, gets it into Smith, kicks it right over to Annika Davis. Her shot goes off, but there's another famous Townsville offensive rebound. Amy Lewis this time chasing it down. They're just ravenous on the boards. Lewis and uh, Madgen just getting caught up there and Madgen getting called on the blocking foul. So it'll be sideline ball for Townsville. Amy Lewis inbounding, gets it out to Flanagan at the top of the key. Back left to Lewis, into Tanya Smith at the key. She kicks out a wild pass out to Dalgleish. The pass from Amy Lewis is broken up by Tess Madgen this time. She gets control, struggled to get a bit of a bailout there and ends up travelling under the, uh, the two-man pressure there from Townsville. Yeah, as soon as uh, Madgen was caught in the corner, Lewis and Dalgleish just quickly in that double-team situation there. Oh, quick pass in there from Dalgleish. 
Smith wrestles it, gets away with it, and ooh, misses the shot. But another offensive board. Davis this time with the rebound, puts up the shot, no good. It's tapped over the baseline in the rebounding contest by the AIS. So it'll be Townsville with the ball on their baseline. New 24 as well. Lewis with the inbound. Gets it in good cut from Annika Davis. She makes the basket and the foul will be on, uh, I think that's on Nadine Payne. So her first personal. Yeah, look, the AIS have had to play basically looking at about 45 to 50 seconds worth of defence here because they've just given up the offensive boards. So they'll need to make sure that they do a, a better job um, throughout this game of getting a good box out and not giving them up. Davis knocks down the free throw to make the three-point play. So Townsville 3 leading the AIS with four with uh, 8 minutes and 34 seconds left. Tess Magden with the ball for the shoot. A lot of pressure there from Flanagan defensively. She almost dropped control but manages to kick it out to Taylor. Taylor drives right. Nice little leaner. Ooh, probably better off taking the shot than trying to dump it into pain. Pass is broken up and it's now Townsville in transition. Flanagan goes in, kicks it out to Lewis. The three-point shot doesn't go. Another offensive board. Offensive board there from Flanagan. Wow. She had a good game last night, Flanagan. Really was aggressive defensively and uh, you know, did a good job on the Canberra guards. She had, some, uh, she had a hard time of it offensively. She got a lot yeah. of attention. But uh, still, yeah, an admirable f- performance. Payne with the ball now for the Institute. Gets Madgen on the cut. Little leaner off the glass. Two points for Tess Madgen to open the AIS's account. Townsville in transition. Lewis, very fast in that transition, gets down there and makes the layup under pressure. She's fouled. It's going to be the uh, second personal on Tess Madgen. Yeah, that's unfortunate. Look, the AIS have looked quite good offensively. They haven't had the ball a lot, but they've looked patient. They've been well spread on the floor. They're putting the ball through sets of hands. The problem they've got is that the defensive end of the floor, they're just giving up too many offensive boards as Davis almost pulled another one in there and just lost it, fumbled it out of bounds on the baseline there. So Townsville up 7-2, 7.42 left in the game. Ooh, wow, a lot of pressure there from... Sorry, that just looking through the sea of referees here. We've got about three in crossover. Flanagan there almost forcing the turnover, but the AIS get it back in court. Gillian Horton is now on for the Institute. Her pass to Taylor Roberts is a good one, and Roberts hits the 15-foot jump shot on the baseline. Townsville in offence now. Amy Lewis gets it into Smith, kicks it back out to Lewis. Lewis drives in front of the basket, little leaner over the front of the ring. And uh, makes the basket. So uh, Townsville pretty much scoring freely at the moment. AIS really need to step up their defensive intensity. Taylor with the ball. Kicks it over to Harrington. Harrington to Payne at the top of the key. Sorry, Taylor Roberts. Ooh. Jumped up, looked to pass, and nothing was there. As soon as she came down, she knew she travelled. That's right, and it's, that reflects the pressure of the Townsville defence. She just thought she had an open passing lane, but they get in those lanes really hard. Don't give you any easy looks, either you know, shooting or passing. Now Flanagan with the ball for the fire. She drops a ball, ooh, a little lobbing pass inbound there to Annika Davis, but she's fouled on the contest. I think it's hot. No? No, it's going to be uh, Karen Harrington. 
Michelle Joy now coming on for the Institute, gives Nadine Payne a breather. Baseline ball for Townsville. Smith with the ball, drives in, working against Taylor Roberts, gets a look and just drops it in. Tanya Smith gets her first points of the game. Ooh, Townsville just in the passing lane there from the, the baseline ball. They've, they're in a full court pressure here against the Institute, really trying to make them work hard to even get a look at the ball. It's going to be Horton now. She gets the ball. Ooh, wild pass, and that's going to go out of bounds. She's under pressure there from two defenders, and uh, just no one getting free to be able to get the ball to them. Yeah, and, the, and Phil Brown's asked for a timeout. He'll clearly want to talk to the AIS about this full court pressure and how they'll uh, try and break it up. But right at the moment, they're struggling with that. And, you know, like Townsville are a good full court defence team, so it's not an easy job in anyone's books. And when you're a young, experienced team, you've got to learn uh, how to beat that pressure. And at this point, it's really not working for them. So they'll be talking about that in the timeout. I think, you know, Peter Buckle will be pretty happy with the start. They've had a pretty good start. They're scoring freely. No problems there. Um, you know, their full-court pressure defence is working for them. In the half-court, they've been solid, but I've actually liked the way that um, the AIS girls have uh, played in the half-court. They've been quite patient. They're putting the ball through sets of hands, and, uh, you know, they're looking certainly from the last time I saw them play, which is probably going back maybe a month almost now they're certainly looking a lot more composed playing with a bit more poise um, but are still struggling with that full court pressure defence Yeah I think uh, Coach Buckle would be pretty happy last last night's game the score was 12-11 at quarter time so we've still got 6, six uh, minutes 11 seconds left in this first quarter and these teams are already at 11 so <laughs> certainly getting a, a lot, lot freer on the scoring and the other thing about this game is that whilst it's the Townsville um, up and in defence, they've got no team fouls at this point, whereas the A's have racked up four as a group. So, you know, they'll be putting Townsville to the line on the next foul. Flanagan now with the ball, brings it up right side, kicks it to Lewis. Lewis gives herself some room, drives left to the free throw line, kicks it out to Tanya Smith up the top of the key, goes into... I'm going to keep calling her Annika Kerr all night. I'll try not to. Davis there, she turns around and gets a nice layup. So Townsville 13-4, 5 minutes 45 left. The AIS in offensive transition down in the left-hand side. More pressure, forces a bad pass and it's broken up this one by Flanagan. She almost drops control of the ball though and, and is forced into a really wild pass that uh, Davis just isn't able to pull in. So... Yeah. It looks to me like uh, Townsville are playing, they've, they've coached, their game plan is sorry to trap anything that goes to the corner. Every time the ball goes to a corner, you can see that they're looking for an opportunity to double it straight away. And that's certainly creating some problems for the AIS of finding it difficult to uh, get out of that trap situation, either on the pass or the dribble. A couple of substitutions now. Uh, Adrian Jones and Bree Farley have come on. For the Institute and Cherie Smith's come on for Townsville. Taylor gets it over to Bree Farley. She puts up a nice looking three point shot. It bounces around and doesn't drop. Um, sorry, I, th- I was thinking we had another sub there for the Institute, but it's Michelle Joy. She came on a little while ago. Now we've got Lewis in offensive transition. She kicks the ball up to Cherie Smith, to Tanya Smith. Tanya Smith standing at the top of the key a lot so far. It sort of must be part of their play. Drives down into the room there. Lewis comes away with it. Shot no good and a good contest this time. The AIS 
crashing the boards and it's going to be uh, Jones who comes away with the rebound. Nice pass from Farley looking to hit Taylor Roberts. No good. Joy with the offensive rebound. Gets her own offensive rebound off the missed shot. Puts up another shot. And then she's fouled. Yeah, she looked penetrate worked hard, penetrated, got the open look, couldn't make it, but got after her own board and was being rewarded by for that and uh, she'll go to the line. Pretty athletic. She's, she's got, very uh, athletic. She's quite got a, a jump on her there. Yeah, she's uh, and she's got her shoulder strapped up pretty hard. She was injured early. I don't think she played the first couple of games through injury. And she knocks down the first. And the second, so it's uh, 13-7, uh, sorry, 13-6. Townsville are leading AIS with 4.40 to go in the first quarter of this game. Smith with the ball, kicks it across the key to uh, Flanagan, out to the point to Lewis, who takes the open three, can't make it, but it's another offensive board. Kirby Delgleish runs that one down, feeds it to Smith, out to the opposite wing, out through Cherie Smith, who looks to penetrate hard, loses the ball but manages to recover and gets it out to uh, Tanya Smith, who knocks down a short-range jumper from the from the post. Not the prettiest-looking shot, but no. definitely effective. effective. <laughs> so 15-6, the fire-leading Jones now to Farley. Just that stifling Townsville offence, nothing coming freely, but as you mentioned, Michelle Leias, nice and nice patient. Nadine Payne there gets the front. Yeah, gets the first step there on... I think it's going to be Tanya Smith, yeah, picking up her first. So just got a nice quick step off the dribble. She's a bit deceptive, pain as well. Just doesn't have that kind of typical athletic body, but is quite quick. Her and Taylor Roberts are both uh, sort of cut from the same mould in that respect. Makes the first of the free throws. So the Institute finding a bit of success here in offence in the last couple of minutes. Knocks down the second, so good result there. Tess Madgen coming back on for Madeline Taylor and Flanagan coming back on and giving Amy Lewis a breather. Tanya Smith also having a breather and Rebecca Vanderjack on for Townsville. Flanagan now in offence, guarded by Jones. Gets it over to Dalgleish. Dalgleish looking to penetrate at the top of the key. Finds Joe Hill, who snuck on without us noticing. She goes a little reverse off the glass there and a nice uh, veteran play there from the Australian Opal, former, but uh, not so veteran play there as she runs into the back <laughs> of Brie Farley, and uh, Farley just pulling up her her uh, dribble there, and um, Hill really had no opportunity except to run into the back of her, so Joe Hill picks up her first foul. Former Opal, yes, you're right, Michelle, sorry. <laughs> Michelle Joy with the ball now, looks to drive in, goal, nice little spin, but good hands from Cherie Smith, just on the spin move, was able to get a hand in and knock it free. Townsville now in offense. Dalgleish drives right, goes down to the baseline, has to pull it. Oh, no, it's actually uh, Payne coming away with the rebound there. So it was rebound, but a uh, steal. Farley in transition, gets the ball into Madgen. Her shot goes up and she's fouled. It's going to be the first personal there for Rebecca Vanderjack. And the foul count's even up. They're both sitting at four apiece now, so pretty quickly after that last... Mm. We talked about that just out of that last time out where we had uh, Townsville with no team fouls. They've now racked up four pretty quickly. And the AIS shooting beautifully from the line. So all that 100%, practice. that's right. Six of six for the Institute, so they are now 
17 plays 10 with 3 minutes 10 left in this quarter. Flanagan goes almost all the way, does go all the way, makes the layup, and the two easy points there for Rachel Flanagan just catching the AIS a little unawares in transition. Nadine Payne now bringing the ball. She's going to go coast to coast. Ooh, ambitious pass there through the middle of the key. Almost got it to Joy, but it's off a Townsville leg. So it will be AIS ball with 17 left on the shot clock, so in a long time for them to organise their offence and get a good, another good look at the basket. Farley inbounds. Top of the key to Madgen. Madgen brings it right. Just waiting patiently for the cutters. Harrington comes out, gets it on the right-hand side. Drives baseline on Dalgleish. Gives up a little bit of room. Madgen Ooh, cuts. Cut. Oh, Lovely makes her way through some tall timber there. Got a fairly decent look in the end, but no good. Rebound comes away to Vanderjack. She gives it to Flanagan. She pushes it up the floor. Dalgleish swings it through to Vanderjack, through to Cherie Smith. Back into Vanderjack on a low post now. She goes far across the key to Dalgleish. Her three-point shot doesn't drop. And uh, no offensive rebound. It's a bit odd to see Townsville not pick up an offensive rebound the way they're playing at the moment. Institute in transition. Madgen now kicks it right to Farley. She's one foot over the line on the three-point shot. It's no good, and the ball falls into the lap of Joe Hill. Flanagan now brings it up. All good hands there from... Harrington, she's got that on the end of the finger. She's wringing it out. Know that feeling well. <laughs> Joe Hill now in the post, squares up, kicks it to Vanderjack. She goes down right to Smith. Cherie Smith this time. Joe Hill again with the ball. Ah, oh, finds Curly yeah. Dalgleish open at the bottom of the baseline there. So just patient ball movement there from Townsville. Yeah, slow defensive rewards. rotation out of uh, the AIS just then. 21-10, 1.32 left in the game. Oh, another turnover there. Good hands from Flanagan. She's a real defensive menace at the moment. She drops the ball into Vanderjack, but she coughs it up. Doesn't quite get the pass and knocks it out of bounds. Gillian Horton and Taylor Roberts coming back on, giving Farley and Michelle Joy, brief Farley and Michelle Joy, a breather. Cherie Smith comes off and Annika Davis back on for Townsville. Taylor... Sorry, Nadine Payne with the with the ball down to Roberts. Right-hand side near the baseline. Kicks it back up to Madgen. Looking to get into the post. Roberts is, oh, good fronting there from Vanderjack. And just gets a hand and knocks it free. Now it's Townsville again. Ooh, Flanagan got past Harrington pretty easily. Gets a shot out to Dalgleish. Her three-point shot is no good, but Joe Hill gets the rebound. Back to Flanagan now. She brings it round to the top of the key. Sets up the play, drives left through a bit of traffic, kicks it out. Annika Davis, <laughs> we can't go to say Kerr, wide open there, just on the shoulder. She knocks down the 15-foot jump shot. 23 now, plays 10, 34 seconds left. Madgen thought about the three, waited for players to get a bit organised. Now it's gone into Taylor Roberts, turns and shoots over the top of Vanderjack, who's a fair height, so the big ask. Shot not too bad, but the ball falls back into the hands of Townsville. And they'll run things down for the last 12 seconds of this quarter. Flanagan just patiently waiting. Drives left, kicks it out to Joe Hill. She steps inside the three. About two or three feet inside, but makes the jump shot. Big Hail Mary up the court there from uh, Gillian Horton, but no going. So 25 plays 10 at the end of this first quarter. They um, seem to even out a little bit. Uh, maybe the uh, 
four, five and six minute marks there, Michelle, but uh, Townsville obviously decided that they'd seen enough and, and really put the foot down over the last two minutes there. Yeah, that's right. I think that, uh, you know, when Phil Brown called that time out at about the six minute mark, I think it was, and, and you know, had a bit of a chat to the girls about the way to deal with the defensive pressure of, of Townsville, they certainly did a much better job out of that, of breaking up that full court pressure. The other thing was, I think that, um, you know, they just slowed down. Defensively, they slowed Townsville down a bit. You know, they, they had four fouls at that first time out, and then we saw a situation where they didn't rack any more up, but um, we saw Townsville come out and rack up a few fouls, which sent the AAS to the foul line, and they got some easy points through that. And, you know, they got to the foul line through being smart. You know, they got good ball reversal. They put the ball through sets of hands, and when, the, you know, an opportunity to look to penetrate opened up, they, they took that opportunity and went hard to the basket. So, you know, credit where... Um, to them because they really did, uh, you know, they had a good patch of basketball there for three or four minutes. But uh, as we know, with young groups like this, that's the problem. You never get a full quarter of good basketball and that's, uh, that's what the goal should be. We talked about uh, the, the ease of which Townsville were able to, to shoot during that quarter. They took uh, 20 shots, making 12, shooting at 60%. The AIS only put up eight field goal attempts. So Townsville have actually made more baskets than the AIS were able to put up. Those two uh, baskets both coming courtesy of Tess Madgen. But as you said, Michelle, smart play and, and being able to get to the line. And uh, the AIS team is easily the best free-throw free shooting comp- uh, team in the competition. As you mentioned, they spent a lot of their days right here on this very court, knocking down 100 free-throws and various other <laughs> drills right. that they, they get to go through. It's part of the advantage of being out here. Probably another glaring stat is the, the points of a paint, 18 to, to 4. That's right. Yes, that's exactly right. The Townsville is certainly dominating. And part of that's due to the fact that they've picked up so many offensive boards as mm. well. You know, I think that um, probably in that patch where um, AIS sort of pegged back the lead a bit, one of the things that they did do was kept um, Townsville off the boards. Yeah, they did. A, there was a, a nice period uh, for a couple of minutes there where they were just really solid on the defensive box outs and didn't allow them those second choices. Back underway here for the second quarter. Davis gets in a nice cut there from Smith. Found her right under the basket. Good pass and she turns and makes a layup. Joe Hill almost gets a hand or got a hand in the passing lane but knocked it out of bounds. Doesn't wrap up possession. But the AIS will inbound again into their backcourt. Harrington, she's locked down in that backcourt. She's in trouble. Uh, they get it up to Nadine Payne, up to Haunton. And, yep, the eight-second backcourt violation. Just uh, nowhere to go there. Just not happening there at the moment. A lot of pressure from the Townsville D, so they get the ball in their front court. Flanagan through to Hill. Hill swings it down low to Tanya Smith. Back up to Hill, down the other side of the keyway to Davis. Her shot, pretty agricultural, doesn't go anywhere. And it's Nadine Payne now in offense. She decides she'll bring the ball up. Gets it up. Harrington has it now. She gets it left to Payne. Deep left over on the baseline to Horton. The shot goes up. It's no good, but a good offensive rebound there from Nadine Payne. She gets it back out, and Harrington will run them through the next set of offense. Madeline Taylor now with the ball. Back out to Roberts. Right to Harrington. Roberts trying to set up in the post. Quite a battle there with Smith. Outside shot from Nadine Payne doesn't drop and it falls into the hands of Joe Hill. Townsville in in transition again. Annika Davis with the ball. 
Joe Hill over to Roberts. Roberts back to Flanagan. Flanagan drives right into some space. Kicks it out to Joe Hill. She turns on the baseline. Shot goes up. No good. Good contest there from Harrington. Two Townsville defenders, or offense in this case, going for the ball, and Harrington uh, ended up knocking it out of bounds, but at least uh, foiled the rebound. Shot goes up from Davis. It's no good off the inbound pass. Madeline Taylor now in offense, up the court, through to Harrington. Nice skip pass over to Horton, who knocks down the three. That was a nice, quick passing there from uh, Harrington in particular. Yeah, yeah, just good ball reversal again. Opened up plenty of space for that three-point opportunity. Joe Hill has the ball on the right-hand wing. Kicks it to Smith at the top. Looks to penetrate down the lane. Can't. She's caught up there. Kicks it back to Hill on the opposite side of the floor. Lewis with the ball. She's quick and penetrates hard and a nice long step on that first step just creates so much space for her and she converts it. Townsville lead 29-13, 7.45 to go. As we see Roberts looking to finish off but unable to under the pressure of Davis and a quick transition basket. Amy Lewis running the floor hard and picks up another layup for Townsville. Horton carrying the ball. Kicks it to Payne. We've got Roberts in the post, kicks it back out. Driving hard is a nice finish, Madeline Taylor. It was a good two-man play from Roberts and Taylor there and just kicked the ball into Roberts who looked to make a move, kicked it out quickly and uh, on the closeout, Taylor was able to put the ball on the floor and penetrate hard and finish it off. So she'll, she converts this, it'll be a nice three-point play. She does, and uh, so it takes 31-16, Townsville are leading, as we see um, AIS applying pressure on Flanagan in the backcourt, and I think it's Harrington's been called for a foul there. That'll be her second personal foul. Flanagan now with the ball, pushing it up the court, through to Smith, back to Flanagan. Oh, Annika Davis, just on the free throw line, just gets hacked from behind on her shot attempt from Taylor Payne. It'll be the second personal for Payne. First personal, perhaps. So, uh, just checking this, the substitutions. Michelle Joy coming on, and also Adrian Jones for the Institute. But Davis will shoot the first of the free throws and makes it. 7.16 left. It's 32 plays 16. She lines up for the second and rattles that one in as well. So Michelle Joy with a quick inbound pass trying to get through some of that defensive pressure and it works on this occasion. Gets it through to Jones. She drives up the court. Joy dashes it down to Roberts and an easy basket there for the Institute. So things looking better in their offence. Cherie Smith over to Davis. Oh, wild pass into Amy Lewis. Didn't really hit her fairly there. Got her in the... Bread basket almost. Ooh, Madeline Taylor with a bit of a wild pass of her own there. Just getting in trouble. Lewis now in transition. Just so quick. She's just a great athlete. She's got, uh, I think she was an all-star track athlete as yeah, well. Yeah, we were she's, reading about that yesterday. Yeah, we? so she's, she's really quick, really fast, and she's just got such a long step. She's very hard to defend. Lucy Ayos with the ball. Horton in the point, looking for um, some leads. From the, feeds it to Roberts at the high post. Cuts hard and unfortunately there's a turnover again from the AIS and they're certainly starting to hurt them. 
We see Townsville have the ball and we have uh, Payne coming back into the game for Taylor Roberts. Cherie Smith will inbound the ball. Rachel Flanagan, being guarded by Adrian Jones, bringing the ball up the floor. Kicks it to Tanya Smith in the short corner. Tries to feed it into uh, Cherie Smith and uh, Horton. Got a hand to the ball. Taps it out of bounds. They're just going to have to reset the shot clock here. It was um, not a reset and it has reset, so they'll run it down to 16. And Townsville will have the ball from the baseline. Just a bit of confusion, technical difficulties. You all know how much fun they are. Annika Davis takes the opportunity to have a breather. Joe Hill comes on for her. Townsville have done pretty well. They've come, come down with a, a fairly small team. Only nine of them have made the trip down too. So Joe Hill off the pass there. Nice looking outside shot. Not quite the three, but about five feet inside. But she knocks down another one. She now has six points for Townsville. Horton now in transition. Oh, the pass just again. Hands in the lane. Amy Lewis now away to the races. No one's going to catch her. She must be racking a few points up, Simon. She I is. think the AIS is doing um, a good job of beating that first line of defence and they're penetrating hard. The problem they're having is that the decisions they are making when they get into the paint are not the right decisions. They're either trying to feed the ball to the wrong player. Instead of kicking the ball long to the corner, they're trying to feed it to a player who's, um, and that's why the hands are in the lane. So, you know, they're doing a good job of, of beating the pressure defence and then just their decision making is letting them down at the end. Just a small element of kind of, wow, oh, we're, we're out, we've broken that first line. Quick, quick, we've got to get down and score. There's a, a little bit of a rush there and, and uh, you know, we're talking about a lot of girls that are 16 and 17 have never really played at this level before. So, you know, the inexperience and, and stuff just, just creeps in. But that's, uh, that's the beauty of uh, this program too. You get to, to watch the, uh, the future champions of tomorrow really hone their skills. I mean, we, well, we've been lucky over the years to watch some pretty amazing players learn how to learn how to play at this level on this very court. So, uh, well, you look at the franchise players around the league and they've all been through this program. Exactly. And exactly. not just in this league, you look at the fran- some of the players over in the leagues in the mm-hmm. WNBA and in Europe and I'd say probably close to 90% of them have all come through this program. 90% so. the Opals team. <laughs> I think all of the Opals team might have, might have come through the program now with the exception of, yeah. Pretty much all of them. We'll yeah. ponder that one. Yeah, we'll, we'll hit the record books and have a look. Get back to you after half time. <laughs> so 5.43 remaining in this second quarter. Townsville 39 leading the Institute by 18. Townsville with the ball in their backcourt, inbound. Amy Lewis with the ball. Madeline Taylor defending her. Dribbles left. Good defensive pressure from the Institute. Just trying to get it into Vanderjack, and this time the Institute. Repay the favour, get a hand in the lane and knock it free. Horton with the ball now. Madgen with a wild pass, way too high there. Adrian Jones did a, a good job getting a hand to it, let alone uh, trying to pull it in. So just that, uh, that, yeah, just a bit too much panic play we were just talking about, Michelle. That's right. Joe Hill's at the ball, left-hand corner. Kicks it to Vanderjack, who's out at the top in the point position. Kicks it down to Smith in the left-hand short corner and she takes the open look and knocks it down. Townsville up 41-18, five minutes to go in the second quarter. AAS with the ball. That's Taylor on the left-hand wing. Oh, another turnover. Oh, Lewis almost. Again. Yeah, Lewis just she, getting in the lanes. and. Uh, she must have been a sprinter. She'd have to be a sprinter, Michelle. The way <laughs> she took that first step 
And we saw her do it last night against the Cats. We've seen her do it four or five times tonight. She's just so explosive off that first step. Gets a hand in the lane, knocks it forward. She has really long arms too. Yeah, so, you know, yeah. Those, that reach that she has. Definitely, so. yeah. So we see Townsville look like they're mixing up their D here. They look to me like they've gone into a match-up zone. Yes, they have. So just giving a different look at the AIS, maybe practising something they want for um, down the track as the AIS turn the ball over and Flanagan's pushing the ball down the floor hard. Finds Lewis on the right, uh, left-hand side. Can't nail the free and... Uh, that Roberts, no pain, comes up with the board, pushes it down herself in transition, finds Jones on the wing. She takes the open look and knocks it down. Looked for the pass and there was sort of nothing coming up there in a three-point shot. She said, hell, why not? 41 plays 21 now, 4.20 left in this second quarter. Hill with a wild pass. Amy Lewis sort of decided to take off a little prematurely there and the pass was already gone as Townsville want to call a timeout. Perhaps this new uh, their new little defence they're working on isn't going quite to plan. Coach Buckle wants to just iron out some of the kinks. But uh, the Institute looking better. They're certainly, as you mentioned, Michelle, they're breaking that initial first line of defence now and, and getting up the court a lot easier. But, uh, yeah, it's it's the uh, when they can hang on to the ball and, and work through their stuff, they're looking good. That's right. I think uh, Coach Buckle here will be talking to Townsville. They've got a little bit sloppy offensively, you know. Those, that pass, there wasn't really a whole lot of pressure on that and nothing makes a coach uh, more frustrated than turning the ball over. Those soft turnovers are really, really um, killer coach. <laughs> you know, you expect turnovers to be made under pressure, but the ones that you just give up without it is uh, really disappointing, particularly from a team that's sitting, you know, four and one second on the ladder. That's not the sort of um, basketball that you want to see. And, uh, you know, having, having been around Peter Buckle for a few years when he, in his Capitals years and stuff, we know he's not one to suffer those sort of <laughs> things gladly. No, he He'll let you know if he doesn't think you're putting the effort in. So. That's right. AIS ball from... Uh, in the backcourt. Adrian Jones with the ball. Brings it up through Lewis. Oh, a nice crossover there to break, shake free of Amy Lewis. Gets it through to Horton. Horton swings it to Payne. Back out to spot. Jones. Shot goes up. Oh, almost the offensive board from Taylor there. Came out of nowhere, but quick transition for Townsville. Joe Hill ends up having to just pull up and get it back out as Flanagan resets. Lewis hits Hill in the post. Tries to give herself a bit of room. It's a bail it out to Flanagan. It's over to Dalgleish. Now back into Hill, and this time the AIS pick it off. Madeline Taylor, another set of long arms there, Michelle. There is. Jones has the ball on the right-hand wing. Kicks it back to Payne at the point, who's called for a travel. As she's a shuffle off the foot, first step. Substitutions coming on for the Institute for the first time tonight, Nicole Seacamp. She steps out, gives Madeline Taylor a breather. Flanagan now with the ball in the backcourt for Townsville. Drives it left, kicks it over to Hill, hits Tanya Smith in the low post. She kicks it out to Dalgleish. Back to Flanagan, who's open for three. Shot doesn't go down, but Lewis just be out. No, Cherie Smith, sorry. Good athletic rebounding there from her. Another offensive board for the fire. Smith now has it over on the left-hand side. Oh, dribbles it off the foot. Great work from Tess Madgen. Quickly scooped it up into the hands of, uh, I think that was Horton. And uh, she... 
coiled it up court to, uh, to Seacamp who gets the land. Really good heads up play there from the Institute. Smith now with a bad pass. Seacamp again. She's got three on one though this time. Pulls up on the shoulder. Nails a jump shot. As casual as you like. Had three Townsville defenders around it. Timeout's being called by Peter Buckle. He said, hello, hang on a minute. I want to talk about this. I don't think we're in Good any confident. real trouble, but we're not happy with how things are going at the moment. Good confident play from Seacamp. She's come on and she's, uh, you know, I think, you know, ran, out, ran that lane hard and was rewarded for that and then picked up that steal. And, you know, she wasn't shy. She had some defence pressure against her, but she, you know, took the ball to the basket and pulled up and made a nice little J from the corner there. So... Uh, Good work from Seacamp. I mean, Townsville are still, uh, you know, leading this game by 16 points, but certainly, um, you know, I think the AIS are doing a much better job of equipping themselves against the, the Townsville Fire at the moment. And like we said, you know, they play in patches. A few minutes of good basketball here, which they then play a couple of minutes of not so good basketball, and um, you know that allows Townsville to extend their lead. But there's some really positive signs there for the AIS. I think that. Um, I can just see the progress, progress they've made in the last couple of weeks, having not seen them as a set for a couple of weeks. They're um, much more composed, much more poised, and uh, they've adjusted well to the defensive pressure of Townsville. So 2.39 left in this second quarter. 41 plays 25. Top scorers, uh, leading all scorers, is Amy Lewis with 12. I think she's... Uh, well, she there was that one drive across the middle, but all the rest, I think, were layups. I think... So getting those uh, steals. Have a look at her shot chart. I'd imagine that it's all in the paint. Let's so <laughs> quick. Flanagan now bringing the ball up for the fire. Sherry Smith swings it left. Oh, another, oh, another bad one. pass. Buckle, oh, Peter Buckle straight up to the bench and gets Amy Lewis to get on the court. And it's going to be Cherie Smith. She gets dragged. Yes, and I wouldn't want to be going back to the bench for Cherie Smith. I'm pretty positive that... Uh, Nothing said. I think she knows she why she's sitting down. Need to, so. Nothing needs to be said. <laughs> no. Coach Buckle doesn't want a bar of it right at this moment. Madgen over to Horton. Horton now drives left. Just to pull it back up. Back to Madgen. She drives in. Pulled up. Good D from Davis. Gets it to Payne. Drives oh, baseline. Strong drive. Makes the basket. Gets the contact. And it's going to be Amy Lewis. So uh, she comes out and... Uh, this time, her contribution not so strong with the foul. Good patient offence there from um, the AIS. They, you know, just use the angles well to find pain. And she knocks down that free throw, so three-point play. Flanagan with the ball on the left-hand wing, looking to feed Smith in the post. Finds her, she squares up, kicks the ball back to the point to Delglish. Over to Lewis on the left. And, oh, into Davis, who finds Delglish on a cup, but she kicks it back out to Flanagan at the point who knocks down a short-range jumper. The um, Institute defence is getting getting a lot better, isn't it, Michelle, as the game wears on? They're, getting, they're starting to get in those lanes, and uh, Townsville aren't finding those passes as easy as they did in that first quarter. So, Wide pass over to Horton. Her three-point shot doesn't drop. Davis with the rebound. Oh, <laughs> Amy Lewis almost pulled something out of nothing there. Almost looked like she'd done a, uh, a standing jump over the top of Jillian Horton to try to save that ball. Good anticipation then to read where that play was going and create a turnover as AIS inbounds the ball into Harrington. The ball, the point. Big screen from Madgen on the ball. Kicks it into uh, Narita Payne again, but 
unable to convert it and uh, defensive pressure from AIS forces out of bounds but it's still Townsville ball. Davis will inbound from the baseline into Flanagan. Costa Davis again breaking the pressure of the AIS. Flanagan with the ball at the point. Costa Delglish on the right hand wing. Feeds into Davis in the low post. Looks to step around and um, is fouled in the act and I think that'll be called on Harrington. Yep. She picks up her uh, second personal. Third personal, sorry. So Taylor Roberts coming back on for the Institute and Adrian Jones coming on giving Harrington a breather. Harrington's got a fair amount of strapping on that leg too. <laughs> Didn't quite notice that before, but uh, doesn't seem to be limping or giving her any grief, but all good as Annika Davis makes the first of her free throws. One minute 12 left in this first half. 45 plays 28. AIS now in the backcourt. Here's Nadine Payne bringing the ball up again. She's certainly got the size to bump away and, and uh, take some of that pressure. She kicks it off to Jones. Jones now drives in back to Payne. Taylor Roberts sets up. Just good defence though from Smith. Not giving you anything easy. Great drive from... Gillian Horton, she drives around and to the basket. She's fouled. think that might have been on uh, Dal Gleish. Yep, her first personal. So Jill Horton will go to the line to shoot the pair. See if you can keep this 100% record going. I thought I want to put the knockers on her. <laughs> but she does. Nine of nine so far. 10 of 10. Coach Brown will be happy. Right, extending full court pressure of defence again from the AIS and Towns uh, will break it, but they're in the half court now. Flanagan with the ball at the point. Kicks it to Lewis on the 45 on the right hand. Into Davis in the low post. And again, she just steps around and is fouled in the process. Seacamp with her first personal. And... Annika Davis will go to the line again. She's been there a few times tonight. She's just such oh, a, a threat when she is down low there. She's smart and she's, she's patient in the post, but she, you know, uses her, um, her footwork is good and she just, you know, gets people in the air and nice little step around as she converts both of those. So 47 plays 30, 36 seconds left. In the second quarter, Jones now bringing the ball up for the Institute. Kicks it to Horton. Horton rides it inside. Seacamp drives on Flanagan. Kicks it out to Payne. Back through to Horton. Seven on the shot clock. Seacamp now looking to get some space. Gets free. Puts up a three. Almost knocks it down. Defensive rebound there from Kirby Dalgleish. She brings it up in transition. Ten seconds left in the quarter. Flanagan wants the last shot. Moves away, gets it into Smith. Smith gets a look, but good defensive pressure from the Institute. It's flying around all over the place. No one's pulling in the rebound. And eventually it goes a half-time buzzer. And Townsville, 47, uh, leading the AIS, 30. But much, much better uh, quarter there, Michelle, for the Institute. They end up 20 points, 22 to 20, the score in that second quarter. So... Uh, a much better showing for them. Oh, it certainly was. And, you know, the girls just um, did a much better job. I kept Townsville off of the offensive boards. 
so I did a much better job with that. They looked after the ball better and, uh, you know, at the offensive end of the floor when they could get it into the half-court game, they did quite well and uh, managed to, you know, get some really good scoring opportunities and, uh, you know, their conversion rate from the foul line, you've got to be happy with that, that's for certain. So, um, you know, I think that uh, Coach Brown will be really pleased with that second quarter from the AAS and if they can come out and do that for the next two quarters, then, you know, whilst they may not, um, you know, get themselves back into a position to win this game, they certainly, uh, you know, can walk away feeling pretty good about the way that they've played three quarters of basketball in effect. And uh, I think that, um, you know, Coach Brown's a realist. He knows that, uh, you know, this is all about developing and continuing to grow the group and uh, he'd be pretty pleased if, if he could get three quarters of basketball out of him like that quarter there. Okay, so, yes, 47 playing 30. We'll take a short break now and be back here with uh, sportradio.com.au. Well, Tess, uh, half-time here on Sport Radio's AIS basketball coverage. And uh, how are you finding this year at the AIS? Um, well, it's a bit challenging stepping up to be one of the main players, um, one of the go-to point scorers. But, um, yeah, I'm really liking the challenge. And I think our team's getting better with every game. That's a positive. What is the uh, AIS life like for you? And how, how long is it taking you to adjust to what they're doing there? Yeah, it's pretty full on. Um, for the first six months I was here, I got pretty homesick. But then once I um, found a routine, um, yeah, I really I love it here. And it's going to be really sad to leave. Now, are you leaving halfway through this program or you get to the end of the year at February? Yeah, I stay to the end of um, the WNBL season, so stay till February. What have you been able to take out of the program? Um... Well, I've definitely learned to be more resilient as a player, a player and a person. Um, yeah, I've taken so many life skills out of basketball from the AS, which is one of the main objectives of being a scholarship holder. With the scholarship almost over, what are you focusing on to uh, set yourself up for whatever basketball career you want to go to? Um, I'm learning heaps more, like heaps of more things from Brownie. So it's pretty much like when Dean was here, like I'm still learning and still becoming a better player, still developing my skill set for when I go out into WNBL. You want to go to WNBL? Don't want to go overseas and study and play over there? Yeah, I'm thinking of WNBL going back home. Yeah. And so uh, obviously going back home, have you... You're not in the period where teams can talk to you yet, I guess, officially. No, no, I'm not. I haven't spoken to any teams yet. You're looking forward to that opportunity and seeing what that's like? Yeah, yeah, I really am looking forward to that. What are you developing for yourself? What are you concentrating on to get out of this, you know, the three quarters of the season we've got left? Um, just to um, capitalise on my opportunities that I get in offence and um, keep continuing being a solid defensive player. And, of course, when you came to the AS uh, program, you, you quickly became an ambassador for the club and you got the Glamour Girl status there. <laughs> How's that going now that you don't have all that focus on you as, or as much as you did before? Um, yeah, it's good. I still, like, I still um, use my leadership qualities, even though I'm not like captain of the team, but I still use the qualities I learned from being an ambassador to help the younger girls out. Did you enjoy that role and the extra publicity and promotion that you have to comes along with it? Yeah, I reckon it was a good experience for the future, definitely. Yeah. All in all, 
you look at your your own career development and do you, do you think the launching pad you're getting now finally with Brownie will be what you need to become well a semi-pro and then perhaps a pro overseas yeah definitely yeah is overseas an option um I'm just going to see how it goes WNBL first and then, yeah, hopefully one day I'll get to play overseas. Well, thanks for your time here and uh, all the best for the rest of the season. Thank you very much. Just having a look at some of the uh, the top ten statistical leaders for the uh, the end of round five. And we've we've talked a lot about uh, tonight in this game and last night's game, Michelle, about the um, just the dominance that this Townsville team has in the both offensive and defensive rebounding area. No surprise, the top two offensive rebounders in the league, Tanya Smith and Annika Davis. And then you've got uh, uh, Leah Rush, who hasn't actually playing tonight. She's coming in there in the top ten as well. That's right. But I think one of the pleasing things for um, the AIS is that Townsville had five offensive boards at the end of the first quarter. They've only racked up six at the half. So the AIS have done a much better job much of keeping better. a very good offensive rebounding team off of the boards. Yeah, also the, the total rebounds, Davis and Smith, for one and two, just... Uh, Really dominant in under there, and we saw it last night. Uh, just, a, just the uncanny ability they've got to just get free and, and the key there. Well, I think they just, you know, they obviously drill it and talk about it. And one of their strategies is to get after the offensive glass. So they all read and anticipate, and they're obviously well drilled it. You know, slash arm and what have you, and and get over the defensive box out and get after that board. I mean, 90% of, of offensive rebounding is about desire. Uh, the other 10% is really your skill and technique. Definitely, that's uh, easily said for people that can rebound. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's uh, a lot of it's uh, like you said. We, we've talked through the game as well about uh, Annika uh, Davis's smarts, and she just knows where to be. She knows where to position herself to give herself the, the best opportunity possible to uh, to get those uh, offensive rebounds. That's right. I'm just looking at the halftime stats for this game here, and uh, as I said, that. Uh, AIS have done a much better job in that second quarter of keeping the uh, Townsville fire off of the offensive glass and really reduced the uh, pain that that created for them in the first half. Um, AIS uh, are shooting at 41% from the field overall, uh, you know, and they're free throw shooting 10 from 10. So they've done a good job of converting the opportunities that they've created for themselves when they've got to the line. So, you know, that's a good stat for them. Uh, they're being well out-rebounded by Townsville. Not surprising, 16 to 7. Uh, turnovers, they've had 16 for the first half. It struggled. We saw a lot of that in the first quarter. They had, oh no, they had 8, so it's pretty consistent. Um, but what did happen in the second quarter there was that their defensive pressure resulted in uh, Townsville's turnover rate increasing quite a bit. They had 4 at the end of first quarter and have ended up with 12 at half time. So they doubled, in effect, doubled their uh, turnover rate in that second quarter. So that's nice from. Leading scorers uh, for the uh, Townsville Fire, Annika Davis with 13 points and Amy Lewis with 12. Most of those uh, in the paint, I would imagine. And for the AIS, it's a fairly evenly spread group of scorers. Uh, Horton with five, uh, Tess, uh, sorry, Nadine Payne with five, and then there's a bunch of girls with four or three points. So they're sharing the scoring around, and uh, you know they equipped themselves quite well in that second quarter. There's a couple of, we mentioned earlier, a couple of other games on tonight. Uh, probably one of the ones that, uh, well, definitely one of the big ones will be the Bully and Adelaide clash. Adelaide seem to have um, gone off the rails a little in the last couple of weeks. They've dropped a couple of games and uh, 
they have been uh, missing a few players who are now coming back. We saw Shelley Hammonds play her first game back last night. Jess Foley played back last week, first time. Uh, still no sign of Renee Camino, but that's a, a big game that's actually on underway now. Just seeing if we can grab a quick score from that. So far, 9-11 remaining in the second quarter. The Lightning up, 27-20. Uh, Jess Foley looks to be doing the damage offensively there for Adelaide, so that's a, uh, a good result for the Adelaide uh, team that is struggling a bit. We might see Bulleen get their first loss of the, of the season. Well, Bulleen has certainly been the form team for the um, competition to date. And, uh, yeah, Adelaide, I believe that game is in Bulleen, so, you know, that's um, a pretty good uh, lead for Adelaide to have at this point in the game, and uh, they'll be pleased with that. You know, they Adelaide really do need to get a win. They're um, sitting in fifth, uh, fifth position at the moment and, you know, they need to ensure that, you know, going into the Christmas break, they don't want to be too far off the mark because I think it's going to be a very, very competitive uh, season this year. We see Bulleen have been in great form. As we said, Townsville have been pretty good form. They've only dropped the one game to date. Um, Bendigo, you know, they've knocked off some big teams. Mm. Christy Harrow is absolutely dominating this <laughs> league superstar that she is um, and Canberra have just been very unpredictable they've been very up and down and they're still I think uh, struggling to get some cohesion happening and certainly they've got Abby Bishop to come back into the lineup, which will help she's from all reports scheduled to be back at uh, in December so mm. going to plan she's on the court she's certainly doing all the work except the contact um, so you know she's due back so we'll wait and see and you know and Townsville have Rowie Cox to come back into their lineup as well well, that's exactly right, and that's a hell of a uh, hell of a super sub to be bringing in. Back, you know, roughly halfway through the season. We also just touching on the Canberra stuff. You know, there's, there is an X factor there with with Tracy Beatty. She's carried injury for a couple of seasons now. You know, hasn't taken the plunge and had the surgery. But it's almost like get week to week, she's a you know, you just never know what she's going to be able to perform like on the night. Well, Tracy, I understand, is on very, very limited training time. Mm. She's, uh, I think she's only training one session a week, and that's not even for a full session. So, wow. you know, that makes it pretty tough for, um, for the group to get a feel of how to, A, how to play with her, and B, um, for her to get some sort of form of touch. A few years ago, there was another Caps player who was doing that, but... Uh that was a uh, young lady by the name of Lauren Jackson. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> little, little different situation. No disrespect to Tracy at all. Another, another interesting game that's on tonight for uh, pundits will be the, the Sydney Dandenon game. We, particularly at Sport Radio, have been talking up before the season started about this amazing team that Sydney have put together. You'd have to say they've, they've pretty much underperformed at 3-3 three and three so far. have been fairly unconvincing. Very unconvincing. Uh, you know, they have... Look at the team on paper, group of superstars. Um, mm. Some would say team of champions, but we have yet to see a champion team step out on the floor from the Sydney uniforms. So I think that, um, you know, there's some... Certainly, there's still a long way to go in the season, but again, they're in a position now where they really need to start to get some wins, and they need to start to knock over some of the teams above them. It's you know, it's not good enough to be sitting in that position and only beating the teams that are sitting below you. Perth and really, the AIS. That's yeah. right. Yep. You have to knock off uh, some of the teams that are sitting above you. So they've got to beat the Canberra's, Bendigo's, Adelaide's, and Townsville. Well, that is, I think, two of those games. Two of their three wins. One against Perth, one against the AIS. So, well, that's right, um, but I really haven't, uh, you know. So I think that, um, you know, I'm looking at the league so far. You'd have to say Bulleen are the team for mm. them. They're, they're definitely the team to beat. Um, 
I don't think Bendigo have got the size and depth to go all depth, the way. Yeah. I think they're doing a great job, and I think they, um, you know, they all play um, well to their strengths, and they know how. You know, Harrowood just knows how to get the ball to people, yeah. and she knows how to score herself. But you know, coming down the stretch when it uh, gets to the really um, tough finals basketball, I don't know that they'll have enough to carry it through. Mm. But they may. Um, Townsville, you know, when Rowie comes back, and see, they've still got Leah Rush out as well. Yeah. Haven't seen a lot of her. She's their new import. Um, so they've got players to come back into the group, and they picked up Joey Hill, um, who brings a lot of experience to them. We might actually try and chat with her after the game, Simon, yeah. um, on her return to the league. And, uh, you know, Canberra just don't seem to have got into their rhythm as yet. And, you know, you add Abby Bishop to that lineup. And, uh, again, you go back to that big group. Mariana Tolbo's been in great form and oh, yeah. what have you. But there's still, um, you know, some improvement from Canberra to be seen. Adelaide, we talked about Camino. Burston, Shelley Hammond yeah. has just come yep. back from injury. Foley's just coming back from injury. So there's still some... I think it's going to be a really tight tussle for the final five this year. The, the other game tonight, uh, Perth-Logan, you'd be thinking that... Uh, Logan should be able to take care of that one. They're, they're, I guess, another one of those X-Factor teams at the moment. They've got a lot of potential in that team. Yeah, they do. And, uh, Perth we haven't seen Margot Dydek yet either. No, that's right. <laughs> Will she play? Yeah. Um, but Perth tonight, I know, are missing uh, Melissa Marr. She's out and she yeah. didn't travel to Darwin. Yep. So, um, you know, she's, that will hurt. She's, yeah, she's solid. She's been really solid and a good leader for Perth as we are a minute away from uh, returning after the halftime break. Just looking at the top scorers for that first half for the Institutes, uh, Nadine Payne and Gillian Horton with five apiece and uh, a bunch of contributors on four and three. For Townsville, Annika Davis, 13 points. Amy Lewis, 12. And then we've got Flanagan and Joe Hill with six points each. And Tanya Smith, sorry, with six as well. Tanya Smith, uh, only two rebounds for the game. That can't be right, can it? I wouldn't have thought so. That's <laughs> after a 21 and... Annika Davis has racked up... Seven, nine, four. I'm not sure. Wow. That doesn't seem right. But anyway, back to the action as we go into the uh, second half with Townsville leading the AIS 47 to 30 points. So AIS will have the quarters, just a bit of debris coming off the floor there. Courtesy of uh, Rachel Flanagan. Tess Madgen will inbound the ball for the Institute. Gets it in to Taylor Roberts. She kicks it. Oh, wow. Just couldn't get rid of it and dropped the ball pretty much onto Harrington's knee. But then rolled out of bounds. Uh, Harrington, not impressed, (laughs) walked away. Up and in defence from Townsville. Peter Buckle obviously had something to say in the change room. As Davis has the ball, kicks it over to Del Gleish on the left-hand corner and she knocks down a short-range jumper. Harrington bringing the ball up against uh, Amy Lewis. Lewis. Kicks it wide to Taylor. Taylor now on the right-hand side outside the three. Flicks it left to Madgen. Down to Harrington on the left-hand side. Over to Taylor. Taylor gives herself a little bit of room. Drives in. Kicks it out to Payne who's wide open. Shot no good. Falls into Kirby Douglas's hands. She hands off to Harrington. Flanagan, sorry. Gets the ball into Tanya Smith under the re under the basket. Tess Madgen looking a bit frustrated. She picks up her third personal. That's right. She racked up too early in that mm. first quarter, and uh, 
has done a good job to actually get to this point before she racked up a third. But we saw a lot of really good solid play from her last season, but she just doesn't seem to have gotten settled this season. Just um, had a few kind of lacklustre outings, but she's definitely a player to watch out for and, and one with a big future, I think. Tanya Smith knocks down that foul shot and it's 51-30, Townsville leading the AIS. Payne now with the ball. Picks up the dribble, kicks it to Taylor. Taylor flicks it long over to Madgen. She's wide open for the three, but it's well short off the front of the iron. And now it's Dalgleish in transition for Townsville. Flicks it up to Flanagan. She has a look at the three. Doesn't drop. Good board Good, work. Great board by Madgen then. She's away in transition. Got her own rebound. Kicks it off to Taylor in support. And they get the two. So 51 plays 32. 8.36 left in the third quarter. Doug Leach now gets to the top of the key to Davis. Davis goes left, kicks it in to Taylor, to Smith, sorry. Smith gets it out to Doug Leach. She drives all the way around the defenders. A little lefty lay in there. Bit easy. Phil Brown wouldn't be happy with that one. Yeah, just too easy penetration then as we see. Payne with the ball, kicks it to the corner to Taylor. Looks for the open three, can't knock it down. Madgen fighting hard for an offensive board, but Davis eventually comes up with it. Flanagan kicks it long into uh, Lewis, into Tanya Smith, who's unable to convert that. Got a good look. Just, uh, I think, you know, Coach Buckle touched on it in, in your interview before the game. Just needs to get a bit more, bit more solid work on that, on that finishing. Madgen drives baseline, loses control, flicks it back in. It bounces off a bunch of legs. Eventually comes into Harrington. There's only five on the shot clock. She tries to give herself a bit of room. Final drive, little layup. Oh, rolls around, just doesn't drop. Annika Davis with the boards. Flanagan now in transition, takes on Harrington all the way to the basket. Harrington pedalling pretty hard there, but uh, ends up picking up the blocking foul. Her fourth. Adrian Jones comes back on. Harrington looking pretty unimpressed, but nevertheless her fourth personal. So Flanagan will line up for the bonus. Knocks down the first. Fifty-four plays thirty-two. She makes a second. Fifty-five thirty-two. Madgen now with the ball for the institute. Over to Payne. Payne drives into the keyway. Kicks it left. Ooh, wild pass, but Taylor did well to pick it up. She drives baseline, kicks it back to Payne, who makes a nice little five-foot jump shot. Yeah, nice little dish from uh, Taylor in to Payne then. It was a good penetration and dish. Oh, there's oh. Davis again. Just finds a way in under the basket there. Just works off the screen, and it's enough to slow down her defender. Give her that room. She turns, makes a layup. Davis just knows, uh, she understands when the defence has lost vision of her and, you know, just a smart little back cut. As soon as she knew that Payne had lost vision, she just quick back cut and uh, Tanya Smith was able to find her open under the basket. Nadine Payne taking a break and uh, Michelle Joy back on for the Institute. Oh. Oh, turnover from the AIS on the inbounds and Davis converts it off of her Rachel Flanagan steal. 60-34, Townsville leading the AIS. 6.50 to go as Magden brings the ball down the floor, kicks it cross-court to uh, Jones, that is, 
That's Michelle Joy at the point. Back to Jones. He looks to penetrate hard. Flanagan got a hand on it. Good defence from Flanagan, but uh, she ends up getting control as the ball goes out of bounds. So it'll be a baseline ball for the Institute. Ten seconds left on the shot clock. Joy. Oh, no. The pass in, into Joy. They're just broken off. Quick offence. Amy Lewis just athletic again. Just sort of juggled the ball. Didn't really have control of that ball. That whole trip up the floor. She was being contested and just sort of knocked it in the general direction of the basket. It was enough for her to get it and lay it up. Phil Brown wants to have a chat about it. Yeah, certainly um, since the halftime break, the AIS have come out and probably haven't played with the same level of focus that they went into the halftime break. And that's, you know, one of those things. It's a momentum breaker uh, when, uh, you know, halftime can come or quarter time break can come um, at a time which you really just break some momentum for a group, particularly a young group who uh, those kind of things they probably don't uh, cope with that well. So, And, of course, the other thing is, you know, Payne's been having a good game for him and Horton's uh, quite a steadying player on the group as well and they've both had to take some uh, seat for a little while here while they've got some foul troubles. Just quickly looking at the score in the Adelaide Lightning Bulleen Bloomers Bulleen Boomers game. Lightning are up 39-26 with 2.45 to go before the half-time break. And, uh, oh boy, Bulleen is shooting at 28% from the field as uh, we just have a quick look at that score. So, uh, yeah, Adelaide seem to be doing quite well down there in the Benito Club. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll watch eagerly as that one progresses and see how we finish up there. But... Back to this game, 6 minutes 30 left in the third quarter. 62 leads 34, 15-4 this quarter so far. So Townsville back out at the races, uh, looking to put on a lot of points. There's still 6.30 left and they've got 15. They're aiming at about a 35-40 point quarter if they keep going at this pace. Horton now with the ball for the Institute, gets it up to Joy. Joy drives, gets it right to Adrian Jones. Thought about the three but uh, kicks it on. Joy now again through to Seacamp, back over to Horton. Just seeing some of that patience there. Taylor Roberts turns, baseline shot was okay but didn't drop. Townsville again get it up to Lewis. She finds herself plenty of room but Roberts there coming away with the rebound off the missed shot. Now I've got Adrian Jones bringing the ball up for the Institute. She gets it over to Seacamp. Seacamp just patiently waits, gets a joy, joy drives, good defence there from Davis, just gets a hand in and knocks it free, now it's Dalgleish in transition, Flanagan gets it into Smith, she's fouled, found herself pretty deep under the basket there, did well to get the shot off but uh, fouled and the shot was never going to drop but she'll be able to go to the line now, shoot the bonus. Yeah, the big girl's rewarded for running the lane hard and just, uh, you know, gets fouled in that transition play and she'll step up and probably knock down two from the foul line. I almost <laughs> almost put the mocker on her then. She makes them both and extends the Townsville lead. 63-34 five and a half minutes to go in this third quarter. Jones bring the ball up, kicks it to Horton on the right hand wing, back on the floor. Seacamp at the point, kicks it in to Payne, finds some open space and dishes to Joy who can't make the short range jumper but Payne comes up with a great rebound, nice strong rebound and he's fouled hard by a 
Annika Davis, or she doesn't foul <laughs> any other way. I don't think she's got any, any speeds on her foul. We've yeah. <laughs> so uh, Payne will go to the line and try and convert these two as Davis and, uh, you know, Davis is taking a rest and we see, I think it's Cherie, uh, Joe Smith or Cherie Smith? It's Cherie Smith. Joe Hill. Joe Hill, sorry. Yep. Came back in. So lining up for the second free throw now. Rattles around and eventually drops there for Nadine Payne. She's got eight points now for the game. Lewis now in transition. Smith gets the ball at the high post, kicks it back out to Cherie Smith. Three-point shot from Flanagan, doesn't drop. Just too many bodies there for Townsville. Two defenders there to pick up that rebound. So Flanagan will start the offensive proceedings again. Joe Hill at the top of the key, gets it over to Cherie Smith. Down on the baseline, Amy another Lewis with four. another offensive rebound. Her shot is no good and uh, knocks the ball out of bounds on the rebound attempt, so it'll be AIS on their own baseline. Jones now with the ball, takes on Lewis. She's quite deceptive dribbler, Jones. She's sort of all arms and legs and a bit hard to sort of know exactly where she's going and uses that well to affect Horton with a horrible pass there to to Joy, I don't think Joy even got a finger on that one mm. as it went arcing out of bounds. So just a little bit of that panic creeping back into the AIS game. They're looking at the score and going, man, we've only scored four points this quarter. We've got to get going. Flanagan with the ball. Gets it to Lewis. Another athletic drive from her. Another lay-in. Just bread and butter stuff for Amy Lewis. She moves up to uh, 16 points now for the game. AIS in transition, goes down to Seacamp, shot doesn't drop. Rebound from Lewis, she's everywhere at the moment. Flanagan now, ooh, a little pass broken up nicely there from Horton, but, but Townsville continue to have it. Lewis decides to take an outside shot, it falls pretty well short and rattles out of bounds. Madgen back on for the Institute. She's on three personal fouls. Uh, Kirby Dalgleish coming on to give Amy Lewis a breather. Full court pressure again from the AIS. Eventually gets it into Adrian Jones. No foul call, a lot of contact there. Eventually get it up court. A bit of a Hail Mary pass, but it's been slowed down now. Jones now has the ball, works it over. Seacamp back to Jones. She looks to drive left, kicks it up to Madgen. Got a foul off the ball. I think it's it's on Vanderjack. Yep. Just wrestling down there with uh, Nadine Payne. The second personal for Vanderjack. 3.41 left in the game. 65 leads 35. Quick release shot off the inbound pass from Horton. Almost dropped, but it's Townsville again in transition. Dalgleish. Gets it into Hill. Hill goes deep. Baseline almost knocked out of bounds. Vanderjack eventually came right with the ball and the shot, but no good. And now it's the AIS in transition. Ooh, oh. pass, bad pass there from Seacamp. Just broken up by two Townsville defenders, and they come away with the ball. Just poor decision-making at yeah. that pace there. So Flanagan uh, with the ball in the point. Townsville gets set in their half-court game. Smith. Kicks it into Hill, who kicks across court to Delgleish in the right-hand corner. Can't nail the three, but Vanderjack comes up with the offensive board, and Townsville will reset and get another 24 on the shot clock here. Flanagan, uh, I think there was a 
may have been... Jones has been called on that situation. There was a ball screen and I wasn't sure whether they were going to call a, an offensive foul on Smith. Uh, sorry, Vanderjack has stepped out and made the screen or whether it was going to be on Jones. But Jones being been uh, given the foul. So that'll be the 15th foul as well for the um, AIS. So it means Townsville will continue to go to the line on every foul situation now. Madeline Taylor and Bree Farley back on for the Institute. Sixty seven now with that made free throw. Sixty seven playing thirty five, two forty six left in the third quarter. Jones to Farley back to Jones. To the top of the key to Taylor. Deep right back to Jones. Just moving it around, being patient. That final pass, not a great one, but it's knocked out of bounds by Townsville. So it's seven minutes seven minutes. <laughs> I wish. Seven seconds left on the shot clock. Farley gets it in, drive down under the basket. That was good work there from Tess Madgen. Nice reverse lay-in as Townsville break the other way, hard in transition, and uh, Ben Jack's got the ball in the paint, kicks it across court to Del Gleish, who drives, loses control, but uh, everyone's trying to get down and get that ball as it rolls around. And Great hustle from Madgen there, just got in there and basically stole the ball out of Del Gleish's hands. That's right, and... Uh, the our possession arrow is going Townsville way. So Townsville inbounds the ball to Smith. Smith through to Flanagan at the point. Flanagan penetrates hard, kicks it to the corner, and Cherie Smith makes a short-range jump shot on the right-hand side. Inbound pass broken up from Flanagan. She knocks it out of bounds. Substitution coming on for the first time this weekend, I think. It'll be uh, Naomi Cage for Townsville. Saw a sit on the bench through all of last night's game. Madgen now with the ball in offence. Gets it down. Oh, no one came out to meet her. Pull up jump shot. Just doesn't drop. Gets her own board. Through a few hands. Oh, bad pass from Taylor there. Into the hands of Townsville. Again in offence. This time it's Flanagan now. Bringing it up. She pulls the ball out on the right-hand side. Slows things down. Goes down to the post to Hill. She flips it across to Cage. Cage to Vanderjack. Outside shot from Flanagan. Good offensive ball. Vanderjack thought she had it, but Farley with the reach in there gets possession. Oh, an offensive foul. Good anticipation that, from uh, Flanagan there. She just uh, read where... Uh, she might be regretting it just for a few seconds. He got up very gingerly. Uh, she's going to get a break for her, for her efforts there as Coach Buckle gives her a breather. 125 left in this third quarter. 69 plays 37. Amy Lewis now with the ball for Townsville. Kicks it through to Cage. Pass broken off and it's Taylor Roberts coming away with the ball. Gets it to Horton through to Bree Farley. She's under a lot of pressure there from Joe Hill. Goes through to Horton. Finds... Taylor Roberts up the shoulder and she knocks down the two points. So a good result there for the shoot. Cage with the ball for Townsville. Gets it left to Hill through to Cherie Smith. Good work from Madgen this time with a hand in the lane. And the Institute come away with the loose ball. Horton gets it back to Madgen. Madgen drives on Joe Hill. Ooh. Oh, another not, offensive foul. Not sure about that one. 
Joe Hill was pedalling back at a fair rate of knots, though. So. It's unfortunate for Madigan because that'll be her fourth person. And she'll probably uh, come She's been very good the last couple of minutes. Yeah, look, she's just been disruptive yep. defensively. She's been running the lanes hard. So she's been a good contributor and getting on the boards as well. So wraps up her fourth. But um, she'll have a bit of a rest and hopefully we'll see her in the last quarter. Lewis with the ball. Kicks it to Smith on the right-hand wing. Feeds it down into a hill in the block. Looks to make a move and uh, works strong. hard and just strong. She's got such good body balance mm. and uh, poise in that. Seacamp with the ball now. Lewis putting some defensive pressure on her. She feeds it into Roberts. Uh, unable to knock that down. And uh, Roberts did a great job to even pull that yeah. in. Lewis goes coast to coast. Oh, my She's goodness. Referee from the... Half court's blown that one. Not quite sure he, how he <laughs> saw it when there were two uh, quite a bit closer. She went, went through a bit of traffic, but I don't think there was much in it. Oh, that's Looks right. like a clean grab of the ball and was not free, but she'll go to the line nonetheless. 1.9 seconds left. Townsville oh. up 71-39. Disappointing thing for the AIS was that she was able to get through three of them. You know. mm. Those long steps that she takes, just the athletics. <laughs> So 73 plays 39. AIS is happy to run out the clock for this third quarter. And uh, not the uh, result they wanted after a, a brilliant start in that uh, second quarter. The, the second quarter only going Townsville's way by two points, 22-20. That quarter there going in Townsville's favour, 24-9. That's all right. We did talk about... we would what we were saying at half-time was that if Coach Brown could come out and see his girls produce another two quarters like they did in that second quarter, he'd be a very happy man. Unfortunately, they weren't able to do that. And uh, as we talked about quite a bit, that's the nature of this young group is that their consistency and ability to put 40 minutes of basketball together is not there yet. So they'll, um, you know, they'll talk, they'll regroup. I mean, there were some good patches there, though, Simon. You know, they only put nine points on the board, but they... Certainly, um, I think for those last couple of minutes of, of this quarter, we're a bit better than they were for the first few of that um, quarter. So, the um, you know AIS are certainly losing that quarter quite convincingly, but um, you know there's still another 10 minutes of basketball to go, and I'm sure that they'll be looking to make some um, inroads into this uh, significant lead that Towns will have over them at this time. The uh, institute was shooting fairly poorly there at the beginning of the game. With uh, I think they were only on 22% there at one stage. They've lifted that up to 34. Townsville was still shooting at 54%. It's pretty hard to lose a game if you're shooting at 54%, no matter what the other team's shooting at. But um, interestingly, you know, so much of the scoring going on inside, they've been uh, 23 point shots, 10, 10 apiece by each team. AIS have hit two, Townsville none. So uh, Townsville's strength clearly is in under the basket. Well, and, uh, right. and last night, I think um, we commented on how there was not a three-point shot made in the Canberra Townsville game until I think it was the, the third quarter. Um, so, you know, uh, just looking at that, you know, points in the paint, as you said, the fire leaving that 40 to 22. Now, a lot of that has come out of transition basketball. So, yeah. you know, you expect that that's um, the case. So, um, Well, we've got Damien Lewis on 18, and I'd say pretty much doing too all much 18 of those have been in the, in the paint because <laughs> he's... Just that, that steel-rebound combination she's got going. I don't know that she's hit too many outside shots in those 18 points, but, uh, man, that is her bread and butter, and she is devastating when she's out running the floor like that. 
Australian Towns will come out at the start of the last quarter with Delglish, Flanagan, Tanya Smith, Joe Hill and uh, Naomi Cage. Need to get the juniors to be looking at uh, Amy Lewis. You see all the juniors that want to be making threes and making all the big spectacular baskets, but uh, Lewis is just a blue-collar worker, just gets it done and is leading this team in scoring. Oh. Bit of confusion there from the AIS on that inbounds pass. Another dubious start to the beginning of this quarter. So it's going to be Flanagan with the ball now for the fire. Oh, this time the pass is broken up by Seacamp. She's in transition. Gets it down the other end, kicks it in to Taylor Roberts, who gets, oh, oh. just rolls over the front of the ring. It was good lane running from Roberts there. She just failed to convert it as Townsville break in the other direction and uh, Naomi Cage finishes off Townsville transition. That hurts. A, a good defensive effort down here, which should have turned into two, as we see a great oh. move there from... from uh, Horton, she just went coast to coast, weaved yeah, nice through a few defenders and got the, uh, the layup as well. Tanya Smith with the ball now for Townsville. Over to Flanagan, Flanagan down to Cage on the right-hand side. Gets it in, good work this time. We saw uh, Bree Farley get a hand in the lane there, that pass going to Kirby Dalgleish. Harrington comes back in, she's on four fouls, remember, so she'll have to... Uh, be a good girl while she's out there. Flanagan now drives into the key. Hits Roberts but kicks the pass off to Joe Hill. It's no good. Ball on the rebounding contest. Pushed out of bounds by Horton. And it's going to be a Townsville ball. New 24. Lewis gets some room. Puts up the outside shot. Doesn't drop. Tanya Smith, another offensive rebound. Ooh, put the ball into the, into the backboard then. Got too far under. AIS clean up the scraps and now it's Horton with the ball in offence. Gets it into Taylor Roberts, down low. She works on Smith. Nice little right-hand hook. Yeah, look, she's making some nice moves there. She's just not able to finish them off consistently at this point. So that'll be something that comes in her game. As we see Flanagan with the ball at the point, kicks it wide to Lewis. And they feed it into Joe Hill on the reversal. But uh, Flanagan throws it out work. of bounds. <laughs> it's refreshing to see it can happen to the, uh, to the great players as well. That time, just no one near that pass. Horton now bringing the ball up. No, sorry, it's Harrington bringing the ball up for the Institute. Gets it across. A lot of defensive pressure on. Farley drives in, kicks it to Taylor Roberts. Her shot doesn't drop. Joe Hill with the rebound, hands it off to Flanagan. She's in transition now. Gets it out to Lewis. Lewis down to Smith in the post. She squares up, backs off, gives herself some room. Gets it to Joe Hill in the post, but Horton just a little too zealous on the defence there, just banging into the back of her. Her first personal. But it'll be a new 24 for Townsville on their baseline. Smith with the ball in the post, kicks it back out to Flanagan, who brings it right. Swings through to Lewis. Lewis now drives back into the keyway. Little... Running 10-footer, just doesn't drop. AIS come away with the ball. Horton kicks it out to Farley. Farley drives left, gets a nice look, rattles around, just won't drop. Institute getting some good looks and just unlucky. Just not making them count. Now we've got Flanagan with the ball. 
Gets to Lewis, little step through drive. Farley got a hand on it, looked looked clean, but the uh, referee says no. Farley picks up her second. Annika Davis coming on to give Joe Hill a quick breather. Lewis makes the first of the free throws, so 76, plays 43. Fairly slow this quarter so far. AIS actually winning it. Oh, trapped deep in the backcourt, but Seacamp does a good job getting rid of it and getting it up court to Harrington. Harrington gets it down to Horton. She slows things up. Kicks a ball out to Seacamp. Seacamp drives off the screen, dumps it down, though. Good pick and roll there from Farley. She dumps it. Ooh, pretty ambitious pass, and it's picked off by that tight Townsville defence. In transition now, Dalgleish out to Lewis. Lewis into the post to Smith. She turns and kicks it to Davis, but uh, Bree Farley in the lane. Institute certainly stepping up their ability to get in that lane, Michelle. Yeah, they're doing a much better job of um, defending cutters in this quarter. So they've slowed down, you know, they're just adjusting quicker to the ball and, and getting stepping in the um, cut lane and, and being able to create some difficulties for Townsville in that regard. They've still got to do a little bit more work on cutting down the middle penetration because they're still getting beaten on the middle penetration quite a bit. But, you know, there's some signs that are better. So, um, yeah, I think... You know, if the AIS can come away with another solid quarter here, then they'll be, um, you know, Coach Phil Brown will be reasonably happy if um, if that was the case. We have the halftime score from the uh, Lightning Bullying game we're watching. Was that bullying the clawing their way back in? 41-33 at the half, eight points. That's um, not a lot with the team or with either of those teams. Both teams got the potential to score quickly. Yep, oh. and as Pauline have just done that, so it's a six-point game um, over there in uh, in Pauline, and uh, yeah, Adelaide Lightning's lead has reduced considerably. So we'll watch with interest. That's a fairly um, important game. Boomers yet to drop a game in this league. Game might um, our game here will finish before the end of that one, but we'll keep you up to date until we finish our broadcast. But then you can always follow the box scores off the links on the WNBL. Website at wmbl.com.au. So back out on the floor now, these teams, 6.45 remaining in this final quarter. AIS winning this quarter so far, 4-3. Small victories, got to work with those. 76 plays 43. Cherie Smith with the ball, gets it to Flanagan. Flanagan back out to Lewis, who continues to fail from outside. Great pass from Harrington to Seacamp driving in. It's been a few times there when when Taylor Roberts has been in the keyway. We've seen players give up pretty wild passes rather than, yeah, the better option would probably be to take their own shot. Well, that's right. That's just, uh, you know, again, it's that decision-making. We've got to take their own. As we see, uh, oh, Payne unable to make it. Unfortunately, she had a nice little shot there but couldn't knock it down. As uh, Townsville come away with it, Cherie... Through to uh, Tanya Smith at the point. And she busts hard and receives the ball back from Lewis and she makes a nice little Ooh. dish to Annika Davis who's uh, created some space under the basket for herself. So she was fouled then by... Um, Seacamp. Seacamp. Yeah, who was behind Davis. So it was a good defensive effort 
in front, but Seacamp just coming in a bit late and, and catching her on the arm with that shot. So a bit disappointing there for the Institute. They did a, a pretty good job there. Davis will go to the line. Mm, rolls around and drops out. So she misses that first free throw. But she's been very solid for Townsville tonight. 18 points. I'd say she'd have at least 10 boards as well. <clears throat> Makes the second of the free throws. And, oh, is that pressure again? Townsville are able to force another turnover. Cherie Smith with the ball now. Back to Flanagan. To Davis over to Lewis. Lewis drives. Good defence from Farley. Pulls up that drive. Goes through to Tanya Smith at the top of the key. Flanagan now looks the drive into Davis down low. Little hook doesn't drop. Seacamp's got the rebound and is off in transition. Gets down to Taylor Roberts. Who ran the lane really well there. And was able to get that bonus. So, Roberts scores. 77 plays 45. 5.30 left. Quick shot goes up from Davis. No good. Davis has seven rebounds. So, she'll be uh, looking to pick up a couple more and get that double-double. Bree Farley with the ball for the Institute. Over to Seacamp on the right-hand side. Gets some room. Gets through Smith and Smith. (laughs) Cherie Smith with the foul, though. We'll put her on the line to shoot, too. Seacamp's giving some valuable minutes to the AIS. She's, uh, you know, working hard defensively and getting good position. And uh, offensively, you know, she's she's looking after the ball pretty well and, and looking for opportunities for herself. A couple of occasions she's probably tried to give the ball to someone who's not as free as she is. But, um, you know, she's done some good good work out there. Institute's looked um, a little more, I guess, uh, relaxed and in control with Brie Farley out there too. Farley might not personally be doing a lot of stuff that will show up in the stats, but she certainly is being involved and seems to just settle a group a bit too. Joe Hill driving on the aforementioned Farley who gets her to pull up. Cherie Smith now with the ball. Her shot's no good. Nadine Payne. Mugged. (laughs) Essentially. Um, So Cherie Smith picks up her third personal. Annika, no, sorry. Kirby Dalgleish coming back on, gives Smith a breather. It's going to be AIS ball from there. Backcourt baseline, gets it into Horton. No, sorry, to um, Harrington. Seacamp, yeah, bit of indecision there, just shuffled both feet. Wasn't sure whether to pass or drive there and ended up committing the travelling violation. (laughs) Doing neither. Flanagan with the ball, bringing it down. Finds Delgleish on the right-hand wing. Kicks it back to Davis at the point, around to Hill on the opposite side. And working the ball, putting the ball through some hands, Townsville. Delgleish has the ball on the right-hand wing again. Vanderjack sits the pick and roll. They can't find her, but it kicks to Davis, who drives hard and eventually finds Kirby Delgleish in there, and she Ooh, uh, converts the circus that. circus shot there, turned around 180 and sort of hooked it up. And drops for her. Harrington in a lot of backcourt pressure. Ooh, Horton did well to bail them out of that. Brie Farley all alone puts up an air ball. Not good. Payne drives in. Her shot's no good either. Flanagan pushing the ball down the floor for Townsville. Farley does a good job at containing her. She's looking to find Vanderjack in the paint and does so. Looks, turns around, takes the open shot, can't make it. Davis with another offensive board and 
unable to make her opportunity and Payne comes up with the ball. Oh, broken up again, just a loose pass and Joe Hill all over that, picks it up, kicks it off to Flanagan. Three minutes 30 left in the game. It's a fairly slow, tired run out there now. It seems to have stalled from both teams, starting to get a little bit messy. Vanderjack with the ball. Back to Flanagan. Flanagan has another go at a three. Still doesn't drop. And Vanderjack just with the lazy reach in there. Just a bit of a tired reach in on Payne. She commits the foul. Tanya Smith and Amy Lewis coming back on. But there's a timeout called. So you just get the feeling the intensity. Both teams have just sort of capitulated. Decided the game's over. and. <laughs> Not yeah. really bringing their A games for the next three minutes and 16 seconds. Well, that's right. And Townsville are looking tired, and that's not surprising. They've come off a pretty tough game last night, and they came out really hard here in this first um, first three quarters and have uh, you know established a pretty solid lead, 32 points up against uh, Townsville, 79-47, uh, 316 to go in this last quarter. Well, we talked about the uh, how quickly the game can turn around, and we're just looking at the box score. From Bulleen, and it's a 13 to 2, three minute run by the Bulleen Boomers. They're not on the top of the ladder for no reason. <laughs> and they are now in front by three points, 46 43. I would have loved to have seen Tom Maher in the uh, half time. Oh, talk yeah. <laughs> down at Bulleen. We're talking about coaches who don't mind telling you when they're not happy. <laughs> that's that's uh, for sure. I'm sure Tom would have it a works. lot to say. <laughs> He's put a rocket up his players, and they've, uh, well, they only got 13 points in the. Uh, in the entire second quarter, in three minutes, they've managed 13 points so and, far in this third. Their shooting percentage has increased dramatically. I think they were sitting at about 23%, yeah. weren't they? They're up to 40% now, so not surprising that they're converting much better there. Cambridge there. seems to be getting loose and starting to score a bit more freely. But back to our current game here. 79 plays 47, the offensive transition here for the Institute. Harrington with the ball. She kicks it left to Taylor. Taylor... Just slowing things down, gets it into, I think that's Michelle Joy. No, Seacamp, sorry. Nice little move into the basket, just couldn't finish. Little spin move off the defender. Lewis now in that transition. Gets it to Dalgleish. Dalgleish slows things up, gets it back to, to Davis. Davis to Hill, Hill to Smith. Smith back into the... Just another seal, another good position there from Manica Davis. She's now got 21 points for the game. Harrington now kicks it over to Seacamp. Back to Bree Farley. Bree Farley called for the travel this time. It's in a few of them tonight. Tess Madgen and Jill Horton back on for the Institute. Crowd favourite apparently. Announced <laughs> there from the, from the announcer. Took her by surprise as much as they did. <laughs> I think. Smith now at the top of the key. Over to Lewis, she drives left in there, back to her bread and butter, and she scores for the first time in a while. She's been taking quite a few outside shots, but they just haven't been dropping, so go back to what works. Harrington now with the ball, kicks it to Payne, down left to Taylor. Taylor drives to the free throw line, pulls up a nice looking shot, just doesn't drop. Amy Lewis in transition again. Oh, Nadine Payne almost got the reach there. Great hands from Taylor, though. Gets a hand in the passing lane. As Tanya Smith tries to feed Dalgleish. Cherie Smith comes back on. Nadine Payne's work rate is really good. She just works hard out there. She's consistently, you know, working for 
position and uh, doing a good job for them. Joey Hill just on the... Classic Joey Hill jump shot, that yeah, one. Yeah, just a few stop seasons jump. Since seen it, but <laughs> classic Joey Hill. Payne now in transition. She's going to go coast to coast. Takes on Tanya Smith. Oh, gets the finish. basket and the foul. She just decided, I think, from about her own free throw line here that she was going all the way. Yeah, it looked lovely. Aggressive drive and uh, nice soft finish. It was a, you know, that was uh, Tanya Smith that she <laughs> was That's up right. against there. So it's no slouch. No slouch. So she did a great job and finished it off beautifully. And she'll go to the foul line and hopefully make the most of the opportunity. Makes the three-point play, so the score now 85-50. More importantly, the mini score 12-11 in this quarter in favour of Townsville. So the Institute will be looking to maybe pick up a quarter here. Joe Hill turns around, puts up a shot. It's no good. Well boxed out this time. They've uh, had a, a fantastic, uh, a fantastic opportunity to learn how to box out against a very good team tonight. If nothing else, for the AIS Taylor now with the ball. Gets it right to Horton. Horton, Harrington. Harrington back to Taylor. Puts up the three-point shot. Hits both rings. Rattles around. Drops out. Oh, hits the ring in both places. Not both rings. There's only one ring. Oh, little inbound pass there to Vandage. Actually has to scramble, but does. Saves it. Gets it back to Dalgleish. Back out to Lewis. Nine on the shot clock. Lewis drives. Pull-up jump shot. Misses that one again. Ball taps around. Madgen eventually comes away with it. Gives it to Harrington. Back to Madgen just to get them out of the defensive pressure. She drives in now. Fouled by Joey Hill. So that'll be Hill's third personal. Cage coming back on for the Institute. Gives Kirby Dalglish a breather. 36 seconds left in the game. 85 plays 50. Ooh, wild-looking free-throw from Madgen there. Only just hit the ring. See if she can knock this one down and settle the quarter score at 12-all. Oh, just rattles around again. Pretty tired girls out there. Lewis now in transition. Smith, sorry, Hill through to Smith. Three-second violation on Cherie Smith there. Wow. All... uh, uh, yes, we'll basically have the last possession, 24 on the shot clock and 24 on the uh, game clock. So, Well, they're down by one point. We get the first three quarters. It's a one-point game. Taylor now with the ball on the right-hand side, gets it left. Through to Horton, over to Harrington. Baseline drives cut off. Gives us all some room, five seconds left. Madgen drives in and makes the layup. So they win this quarter, one assumes. 2.1 seconds left. I think Townsville are happy to run it out. So, yes, the Institute win that final quarter, 13-12. But add in the other three and we've got a solid win for Townsville, 85-52. to A very good result for them. As we mentioned, they come off the back of a very tough game last night. It was a real uh, arm wrestle right up until about the three-minute three minute to go mark in that last quarter. So... Townsville have come on the road and uh, split the result. Split the result, and you know, not a uh, and the, the result eventually became a 20-point game last night. But as we mentioned earlier, not a not a 20-point game, no, not right. indicative of the game at all. 
But, you know, look, the AIS won two quarters. So, you know, there's some positive signs for them, as we said. Um, you know, we, we know that this is a, a developing group and they are getting better. And certainly for two quarters, they were very competitive. And uh, I'm try and catch coaches and I'll leave you with Simon to wrap up on some of the stats. Yeah, just looking at some of the, um, some of the top scorers there for Townsville, we ended up with... Both uh, Annika Davis and Amy Lewis finishing off with 21 points apiece. That was a, a fantastic ever. We, we mentioned it all game, just that ability that uh, that Lewis has to just get a hand in the lane and create those turnovers. Very good result for for them. The top scorers for the AIS, Nadine Payne, had 11 points. Taylor Roberts with 10 and Tess Madgen. Tess played some solid minutes in that last quarter as uh, Michelle has got... Peter Buckle with her to talk about the win. Oh, I think we're having some technical difficulties there, so we'll uh, we'll just continue on looking at the stats. Nadine Payne also came away with eight points, eight rebounds. Sorry to go with her uh, eleven points, and Taylor Roberts with seven points there, seven rebounds as well. Sorry for the uh, for the institute. Townsville won the, as, as you'd expect, won that rebounding contest again, 39-27. to 27. Uh, The turnovers, Townsville had a, a bit of a bad patch there. They ended up with 17. Institute with 30. That's fairly par for the course for, a, for an Institute team to, to get between sort of 25 and 30 points. Uh, to, rebounds, sorry, no turnovers even. Ooh, it's been a long night for us commentators as well. <laughs> as we go through this. But... Um, all in all, a pretty good result. We, we talked during the call about how uh, with, a, with a young team like the Institute, you know, you've got a lot of 16, 17-year-olds at, at this level. If you, you come away with two good quarters, then uh, most of the time the coaching staff will be happy. And uh, they only dropped that second quarter, 22 to 20, by two points, and won that last quarter, 13 to 12. I mean, albeit the game probably well beyond reach by that stage, but still a fantastic result. Other scorers for the Institute, yeah, Madgen had eight, Gillian uh, Horton had seven, and Nicole Seacamp, who played some, played some good, pretty good minutes, pretty valuable stuff there, got six points for Townsville. The rebounding, we were chasing the uh, Annika Davis double-double, one rebound short. She ended up with um, two offensive, seven defensive rebounds. Tanya Smith, four rebounds. I guess probably the thing that hurt Tanya Smith's rebounding count tonight was the fact that uh, most of the shots were going in. So uh, not a bad result there at all. Not quite the 21 that she had last night against the Capitals, but a much different style of game to the uh, Townsville team, able to score a lot freer tonight and get a lot better looks. We looked at the, uh, the points in the paint, 48 points out of those 85 for the fire. Uh, they went to the free throw line 23 times, so we're able to uh, pick up 19 points from there as well. So not a lot of outside shooting for the fire, but um, that's um, that's basically work, working with their strength. They don't need to be scoring from outside if uh, there's nothing else going on. So a good result though. Let's uh, Michelle's going to go and try to catch up with um, with Phil Brown now. See if you can get a chat with him. I think we've sorted out our 
our uh, technical difficulties. So here she is now. Uh, Phil, you guys actually won two quarters. Unfortunately, you weren't able to do it consistently for the whole four. No, that's always a, you know, that's a bit of a characteristic of youth is uh, inconsistency. And um, so at times there's some good things out there. I was really pleased with our two young 16-year-old post players, Nadine Payne and Taylor Roberts. I thought they, they were very productive. So that was a positive for us. Absolutely. They work hard, both of them, and uh, you know they don't, probably don't finish off as consistently as you might like at this stage, but they're certainly getting after it, aren't they? And they're not scared of the physical contact either. No, they're, they've been our two most improved players, uh, along with AJ, uh, Adrian Jones in the point guard spot. She's really come in leaps and bounds over the last four or five weeks. So, you know, the young kids across the board there are, are doing a pretty good job. We've just got to get, you know, more consistent performances from, from some of the older players. Under um, pressure, particularly in the first quarter, you really struggled. But in that second quarter, you seem much more better um, composed and a bit more poised. But as you said, it's the consistency that you have problems with. Yeah, look, you know, it's a matter of being, making sure that each possession is really important, that we have to value the basketball, make sure we're organised so that leadership from the, from the backcourt players is really very, very important for us to get organised so we can get into things and so there's a little bit of more science to what we're trying to do offensively and we're able to do that. Uh, although we were quite patchy through the game, but at times we executed quite well. We handled the extended pressure fairly well through the game. So there's some positive signs there for sure. Now, next weekend you've got Perth and Adelaide on the road. Um, hopefully all the girls pull up fit and you'll have a full contingent to travel, but there's an opportunity for you. Perth, that, on the road, tough, but still it's an opportunity. Yeah, look, they're all opportunities to improve and obviously Perth has yet to get a win as well and um, you look at the statistics and they're a little bit of another level above us, but you, know, you never know until you really match up against each other uh, on the court to really see... You know where we've got some, um, you know, some some uh, some strengths versus their weaknesses. So uh, we'll see how we go. Well, good luck for next weekend, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Okay, thank you. Yes, head coach Phil Brown there. So, uh, yep, always upbeat. He, he knows the knows the score here, and knows that it's he's not here to win games. Or uh, Michelle's going to actually catch up another interview here with uh, with Joe Hill. Joe Hill, welcome back to the league. Good to see you out on the floor again. Uh, how's it feel to be back playing and all the rest of it in this league? Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, obviously, I've still um, got a bit of fitness to, to gain, but you know, I'm only going to gain game gain fitness by you know playing and training. And you know, I mean, you can go to the gym as much as you want, but you know, it's different to you know running up and down the floor. So I'm I'm enjoying it. I mean, it's only the third game back, so slowly I'm getting back into it. And obviously, I'm not you know here to you know, score 20 points. It's just a, my experience and help out where I can. Well, certainly you display some of your experience. There's some veteran moves that we see you pulling out. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I guess is that part of your role here is to be a bit of a leader with this group. There is some, you know, they've lost Rowie and she, so she's missing and the import's out at this stage. So, you know, there's some young players here. Is that part of your role? Yeah, that's right. You know, the experience, um, that's why Buck's got me up there for the experience and obviously, you know, playing, lim- you know, minutes but just to give the others a break, a blower, and um, yeah, and hopefully I can bring my leadership to them. And yeah, I think the old veteran moves are slow moves than anything else. But smart. <laughs> so um, you're living in Townsville. Is that you enjoying being up in Queensland and that sort of stuff? Is that? Well, it's only been a week, so I'm still getting used to it because it happened pretty quickly. So um, 
but uh, you know the heat. I think the heat's going to get me more than anything. And you know, with not being, I mean, having a base fitness, but not being 100% fit, you know, that's going to take its toll as well. But obviously, you know, in the afternoon I'm not working, so in the afternoon I have my little nana nap. So that's a good thing. Well, it's great to see you back in the league, and we'll see you back in Canberra in a couple of weeks. I think you're up against the Caps again in a couple of weeks. So thanks for talking with us. Jo Hill, great to see her back playing. She's uh, been one of the one of the, the good representatives of this uh, of, of Australian women's basketball over a number of years now, and uh, as laid back and relaxed as she ever is. So really good to hear from her. And uh, yeah, the Townsville Heat. Looking forward to her getting uh, involved with some of that stuff. Michelle's no, they were thinking to try to catch the AIS girls, but they're looking a bit tired and they're heading off. I think they're going to be heading off for a bit of rehab now and a bit of a rehydration and having a drink. But um, Coach Brown sounded uh, pretty happy there, Michelle, with um, with his charges. I mean, he was just sort of saying in between your interviews there, it's it's just part of his role. He's not, he knows he's not here to win games. He's just here to help these girls become better basketball players. Yeah, he is, and he talked a little bit about some of the girls he's been particularly impressed with and the improvement that they've made over the period of time that they've been in the program. So, you know, there's more good things to come from this group. And, uh, you know, next weekend they're off to Perth and Adelaide. Um, so, you know, there's an opportunity there. Perth are yet to win a game. Um, but, you know, it's always uh, it's hard to get on the road and travel across to Perth and get a win. But it's certainly gettable for them and uh, I'm sure that they'll be uh, looking forward to that clash. Townsville on the road again uh, against Logan. be interesting to see if and when uh, Margot Didek gets on the floor. We saw Townsville struggle a little bit. They'll be dreaming about block shots for a few weeks yet, I think, after <laughs> Tolo's 13-block effort last night. That's so right. uh, that could be an interesting game. Uh, yes, yeah, so as you mentioned, AIS have got the uh, Adelaide on the Sunday, Friday night. They'll be playing Perth and... Townsville will play Logan and uh, just a single game for them, so not not too huge a trip for them, just down the coast, Queensland coast. But um, just going out quickly and having a look at those results, at that box score for the Lightning game, it's close. 8.35 left in the last quarter. The Boomers 65 are leading, Lightning 63. Liz Cambridge has really taken off in that second quarter. She's got 21 points now. Hannah Zarvex with 12, Elise Penaluna with 10. Jess Foley with uh, 13 points, a couple of players with 12, and a couple with 9 for the Lightning. So uh, we'll be signing off very shortly, but if you wanted to keep uh, a grip on that game for the next eight minutes, go to the WNBL website, wnbl.com.au, and follow the links to their live stats. Well, it's uh, been not a, not a bad performance tonight at all for the students. As we, we mentioned, two quarters are uh, they... Only dropped one by two points. They won the, the second, the last quarter. So uh, Coach Brown was talking about it at the beginning of the game. If you can get half a game, you know, a couple That's of good, right. good quarters, a couple of I good patches. I they won two quarters, but they lost one by two points. So <laughs> my apologies. That's close to a win. That's all right. That's, that's a win in, in uh, you know, no, certainly a good outing from them if, uh, for two quarters of basketball. So you'd be pleased with that. We've got the weekend off next week, Simon. No Whoop. games in Canberra. Capitals have a bye and the AIS are on the road. So we won't be uh, on air next week. No, but the, the following week, the Friday night and Saturday night games, Logan Thunder will be coming to Canberra. So I believe it's Caps on the Friday night and AIS on the Saturday night. 
So we will definitely be catching up with them and all, always a, a great opportunity to catch up with our good buddy Kristen Veal, one of the, the championship stalwarts here at the Capitals when they were here and of course uh, an AIS stalwart. Exactly, she won, won let's not forget, she won her first championship playing, well not on this floor, <laughs> they ended up at the arena for that, that grand final but uh, she's uh, well loved and well admired here in Canberra and uh, it's always a joy to see her come back and play. So on behalf of sportradio.com.au, this is Simon Peters signing off for Michelle Hocking. We'll look forward to seeing you in two weeks. Check out our website at sportradio.com.au for all the upcoming games and we look forward to hearing from you and calling for you in a few weeks. Until then, take care and good night.